In with Jazz 88. My name's Sean McPherson, and I want to share a conversation I had with Michael Kane, who is an instructor at McPhail, as well as a celebrated jazz piano player from all around the world. In fact, he was raised out in Los Angeles. We'll join the interview when I start asking Michael about his connections to McPhail. Michael, you are not just guesting at this event with McPhail. You're actually pretty involved with McPhail. You're the head of both electronic music and recording arts. What are you involved with on the education side of things? Well, the program, EMRA, Electronic Music and Recording Arts, covers everything in that space. So recording, mixing, mastering, beat production, DJing, um, you name it. So, uh, but, you know, all of that, stuff and all of those tools really generally comes down to helping folks create and realize their own music. Mm. Uh, you can call them composers, you can call them producers, um, you can call them creators, but uh, usually they want to come to us because they want to learn how to use the tools to bring out the music that they're thinking about and uh, everything involving that we do. And then that from that vantage point, you know, so we're not style-based, we're not genre-based. It's not necessarily jazz, classical, pop, rock, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's all these tools that intersects with all of those. And I like that. I've always been somebody that enjoys uh, uh, cross-fertilization of music. The, most of the work I do these days as a professional is studio work. I do a ton of studio work sessions, so I play on everything. Punk, Christian rock, pop, jazz, you name it. And I love... Uh, dealing with those. My father was a studio musician. Um, he was part of the tier of the Wrecking Crew in LA back mm -hmm. in the 60s. You probably would have heard him. He used to record a lot for Capitol Records back in the gotcha. day. So I always had a, an appreciation for those folks that could get inside the language of all these different styles. Um, and that's part of the attraction for what we do with Embra is that we, we, we connect with everything. Gotcha. You are tuned into Listener Driven Jazz 88. I'm hanging out with Michael Kane, who's doing a show on Saturday over at the McPhail at Waterworks Sounds of Summer event. Uh, now, Michael, definitely excited to press play on one of your tunes. But before that, I, I think there's probably a, a presumption or a prejudice that maybe like somebody who's really great on the acoustic piano, who has definitely spent some time working on a straight up piano, might deem themselves sort of above electronic mm -hmm. music. And the tune we're going to play, which is called Were from your most recent release, Hoodoo, which came out 2018, is that Correct, right? Yeah. 2018. This is a song that, on the face of it, I press play on it, it mostly sounds like acoustic jazz, mm -hmm. but there's actually some nuances beyond that. So first, can you dispel the jazz snob rumor, and then B, can you explain how electronics are involved in your own writing as well? Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, the bias exists, uh, and that's fair. Um, it's never, never been something that I've really thought about that much. I've always been a pianist. I started playing the acoustic piano at age four, I started studying classical music with a great teacher. I got very lucky uh, at that time. But I always loved everything. I loved funk, hip-hop. Uh, this was actually pretty hip-hop. But uh, R&B, I loved rock. Um, but doing a lot of sessions, doing a lot of studio work and a lot of recordings, you really develop appreciation for that art. You know, an analogy I often make is it's not unlike the difference between uh, a play, a Broadway play, and a film the theater to the film. They're different skill sets, but they they are art forms. Right. Um, and so for me, I've always been interested in the uh, the kind of combination. When I'm in an acoustic piano world, uh, I get interested in what can be augmented by electronic sounds and colors and, and vice versa. When I'm playing keyboards or synths, which I do a lot of, or electronics 
stuff. I start thinking about the sonic properties of the acoustic piano. So how they interact, the relationship between those two is something that's been of a, a, a long interest of mine. And uh, on this particular track, in that band for, for several years, as we were talking about, I'm playing keyboard bass. There's no bass mm -hmm. player on it. It was a decided part compositionally that I was really aiming for. I would, every piece on that album somewhere is an exploration of how the acoustic piano sonically, its sonic environment, how that kind of plays up and relates to what's possible in terms of electronic. Because that's where I naturally live between the two. Gotcha. Well, let's naturally play something between the two from Michael Kane, our guest today on the Afternoon Cruise on Jazz 88. TMC. Thank you so much, Bob. You are in tune to listener-driven Jazz 88. We just heard a tune from Michael Kane, who's going to be uh, taking the stage of the Waterworks Park, Waterworks at Mill Ruins Park, happening this Saturday. It's put together by McPhail. It's called McPhail at Waterworks. Michael Kane Trio playing 5.15 to 6 p.m. Nachito Herrera, who's going to be joining me on the afternoon cruise tomorrow, is playing at 6.15, and there's some fantastic McPhail ensembles beforehand. Michael, we'll be jumping back into more music pretty soon, but I just want to say hats off to you on that tune. It's from the record Hoodoo, and that one is War. Uh, you're sounding great. The band is sounding great. Um, you are a piano player who's going to be doing more of a straight jazz thing this Saturday with Kevin Washington, uh, as well as Anthony Cox, your longtime friend. Uh, one more time, what can folks expect out of your performance on Saturday? <clears throat> jazz. Yes, it's right. solidly jazz. Um, yeah, it's uh, a great one-word answer, my man. You are good. But. Yeah, someone asked that recently, given the electronic music and and whatnot. But uh, for this one, yeah, definitely, it's uh, we're going to be playing tunes. Um, I the thing that I love, you know, playing with Kevin's amazing, and oh we've had a chance. We just played recently at a at a, a, a wonderful gig with uh, the great, uh, very talented Paviel French, just a few weeks ago. Um, We've had a chance to connect, uh, for sure. But uh, just after all those years playing with Anthony, to me, it's all about language. Mm -hmm. We have so much language and so much time and so many hours in the studio on the road that we played together. When playing with Anthony, I just want to jump in and just do it. And then yeah. we start speaking and then we start connecting and you realize just uh, what an amazing musician he is. But you also get a sense of that time. And all those experiences that, you know, language and vocabulary builds over time. Yes. And it's, it's not just inside jokes. It's like inside knowledge and inside Absolutely. care when you hear people who have been improvising and playing together for their whole life. Well, so cool that you were able to stop by here, Michael. I really appreciate you. Don't be a stranger as well. It's not every oh, decade that a legendary piano player moves into the Twin Cities. <laughs> or, you know, maybe it is every decade because we're a pretty awesome city. But <laughs> we're really thankful that you are here, that you're teaching at McPhail, and that you were nice enough to stop by Jazz 88. We're about to play some music um, from Albert Heath, Ethan Iverson, and Ben Street. Uh, but I just, I appreciate you, Michael. I hope you have a great rest of your day and good luck with the gig Thank on Saturday. Thank you so much, Sean. Really All appreciate right. it. You have a good one, my friend. You too. Thank you.